Welcome to Fact and Suspicion. I'm your host, Dan, here with my co-host, Ben. And tonight we have a special update episode on the murders of Libby German and Abby Williams. This is the 7th of December when we're recording this. And yesterday, the Indiana State Police uh, have issued a new request for information that has a lot of speculation and there's possibly a new suspect and there's a lot to discuss. All right. Well, so, so I'm going into this blind. I know nothing about the information yet, but why don't you go ahead and give us a brief refresher on the case? You don't, you don't have to go into a lot of detail, but just in case there are people uh, joining us for the first time who aren't familiar with the case. So they have some frame of reference. Right. Well, you know, obviously if you want a lot of detail on it, you should check out the episode we did on the Delphi murders. Um, but, uh, just a basic rundown, 14 year old Liberty German and 13 year old Abigail Williams were murdered on February 13th, 2017. Uh, they had gone for a hike, um, on the Monon high bridge trail in Delphi, Indiana. Um, they, they never returned. Um, the next day their bodies were found. And as the investigation goes on, some information is released to the public. And what is very intriguing about this is that Libby actually recorded video of a man approaching them on the trail. And there's also audio of this man telling them to get down the hill. And this is, everyone is, is fairly certain that this is the man that murdered them. So we actually have video footage and audio of this person, but we still don't know who it is. Did the police ever actually say whether that, uh, whether they think that man was the, was the one involved? Yes. Or is that said, mostly just speculation? Well, they've said that, that, that they believe this is the person who is involved. However, we have not seen that there is more video footage that we have not seen, but we have not seen video footage as the public to know that this is the person that committed the murders necessarily. Right. Okay. Um, though it is widely accepted that this has to be the murderer. Now, one thing that is notable about this case that we, we really need to discuss before we, we continue with this is that the police have not been very forthcoming with information about it. Um, initially, we only had a, a still photo of the person walking across the bridge and we didn't know that that was actually from a video, right? We, we thought it was just a photo that, that we didn't know where it came from, if it was security footage or, or what, right? Yeah, I remember the speculation at the time. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, um, a few days later, we, we get an audio clip of this person saying, down the hill. And we find out that, that it actually was from a video that Libby recorded. Now, for another two years, we didn't see that video actually. Uh, but, but we have seen a very short video clip now of him sort of walking across the bridge. Uh, but you know, it's only a very, very short clip and there is much more video that we don't even know what's on it. We haven't seen. Now they have been pretty heavily criticized for the lack of information as well, because you know, especially web sleuths believe that, the more information they give us, the more likely someone will be able to, you know, come forth with information, figure something out, right? I mean, that does seem reasonable. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I think they should have released more information. Now, um, well, they do seem to be taking secrecy to another level here. I mean, why start with still images when you have a video of the person? No, it's I, all I just really agree. infuriating. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I've said before that I always felt like perhaps they knew who this person was and they were just trying to build a case, right? But I, I'm even doubting that at this point. It's been so long, right? But um, now let's discuss exactly what the Indiana State Police has requested information about. According to them, they have come across an internet profile on both Snapchat and Instagram that goes by the name Anthony Schatz. Now, this particular profile was used to contact underage girls and try to solicit nude photographs from them, um, all kinds of sexually explicit material, uh, attempt to get their addresses, things like that. And they were requesting information from anyone who had been contacted by this profile or, you know, had possibly attempted to meet with this person. Now the profile used images of, uh, of a male model. Actually, uh, he's known to be a model and they've contacted this person. He is not involved at all with the case. So it was some sort um, of catfishing scheme. Yeah, it was catfishing. And um, they're just asking for information about it. Now, this gets um, the public in an uproar, right? Because everyone thinks, well, this is new information. Um, you know, now they think that either Abby or Libby were being catfished, that this person could well be the murderer, right? That does seem to be the implication, right? I mean, if they're asking for information about a catfisher, Seems likely that one of the two girls that he had contacted one of them in some way, right? Yeah, it does. And, but, well, this is where things start to get confusing, at least to me, because more information came out on this today. I'm not sure which, which media source broke this first, but we already know who the man is that created this profile. His name is Keegan Klein, and he's a 27-year-old from Peru, Indiana. Now, he's 27 now, so at the time he would have probably been about 23, maybe 22. But he has already been arrested for child pornography. He had a lot of sexually explicit material of minors on several phones. Um, they already know who this person is. So wait, when you say he was arrested, do you mean in the past at some point or in connection with this case? It definitely seems that he was arrested in conjunction with this case. At least it was involved with the case. If you look at the court documents, he was, or rather, a warrant was served on him on the 25th of February, 2017. Uh, this is about two weeks after the murder. And, you know, he has all these materials. Um, if you read the affidavit, now it's, it's heavily redacted. But it says that he was investigated in conjunction with redacted case, which seems to be the Delphi murders, right? Right, yeah. And now, now we don't, we can't prove that, but that definitely seems to be the implication. Particularly since they uh, didn't you say they asked to send tips to the Abby and Libby tip line? 
They did. They did, in fact. And they, they seemed to phrase it in a way that they were looking for information about the Delphi murders with their request. But, like I said, this man was arrested back in 2017 for this. I mean, not for the Delphi murders, but for the child pornography. They seized his phones. They had his phones. They obviously had Libby's phone. If if he was in contact with the girls through this Anthony Schatz profile, they knew this on February 25th, 2017. Yeah, that does seem a bit strange. I mean, if he right. were involved, surely they'd know something by now, right? It, exactly. Why would they be requesting information four and a half years later? Well, isn't it possible that they're just trying to build a case against him, and that's why they're looking for more uh, for more people that he catfished? Maybe they just need more evidence against him? Now, I'm not sure how that would relate necessarily to Abby and Libby, but... Maybe, but again, wouldn't they have tried to get this information years ago? Maybe they did, and they just couldn't locate whoever these uh, children were he was contacting. Uh, so they're now just trying to reach out to the public, just hoping to find someone. Though, I, I don't know. You're right. It is strange. It's very strange. Uh, they they have the guy's phones. They should know who he was talking to. I I don't know. I now let's talk about he, he. The man does look a bit like the the compo- the first composite sketch, right? Yeah, you showed me a picture. Yeah, it's eerie. The the facial hair in the right place. A very similar nose. Eyes are even kind of similar, and the, you know the, the face shape. Though I mean, I guess anyone that fat would have a similar face shape. But yes, but remember that that first composite sketch looked much older than you know, this. This guy would have been twenty three. Yeah, yeah, Th- that's true. Though I agree that the guy in the first sketch looks older, but I mean he's supposed to be the the person on the bridge, and it's not like that. It's not exactly four K there, right? He looks to to be older to me, but if I were to discover that he was younger, like it wouldn't shock me. So I, I would not rule this guy out based on my assumption of his age from that pixelated video. That's very true, but we, we are talking about the first composite sketch. And if you'll remember, the, the second composite sketch is the one we're supposed to be working from now. And I don't think he looks as much like the second sketch. Could the second sketch be based on the uh, the model from the catfishing profile? Th- that is possible. Uh, I do see some similarity uh, between the pictures of the model and that second sketch, though I, I don't think they're very strong similarities. Uh, but what really kills that for me is that they would have known that the model from the, the catfishing photos was not involved from very early on. And you know, that, that, that second composite sketch came quite a bit later. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't actually think about that. And, um, well, you know, I, I don't know where the second composite sketch really came from. Honestly, uh, I've always thought that maybe someone that an eyewitness perhaps saw someone, on the trail that day or saw someone close to the trail. And that's where that came from. It could possibly come from the video though. We don't know for sure. Right. Yeah. I remember you speculating about that during the episode. Now the first sketch, at least we know that that is an artist rendition of the guy walking across the bridge, right? Either from the still photo or the video. We assume so like that. That was, it was never said that, 
this is a sketch of this person necessarily, though uh, it, it seems to be, it looks like him, right? I mean, it seems um, like they even tried to draw the same cap on him. Yeah, I, I agree with that, that flat cap. Though the more I look at it, I don't think it was a flat cap, but it, it definitely looks like it. Yeah, I think we decided it was most possibly. likely a ball cap, maybe yeah. a camouflage. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Brown camouflage, something like that. Now, I will say, though, that that Klein looks like, does look somewhat like the first sketch. And it's startling, at least yeah, to me. Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I put the two side by side in Photoshop. And yeah, I can, there's more than a resemblance, honestly. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, now, it's like putting bring- Ted Bundy next to the Ted sketch. <laughs> you know the, the Ted sketch I'm talking about? I, I do. I remember exactly that. I've, I've seen a lot of the side by sides of that. Um, but let's, let's break down exactly what we have um, about this suspect. He lived about 40 miles away from Delphi. Okay. At the time, he has admitted to creating the Anthony Shots profile, and he has admitted to using it on Snapchat and Instagram to contact underage girls. He has admitted that he knew they were underage and has admitted that he tried to get nude photos from them and videos of a sexual nature. So... Basically, whether he killed them or not, we know at the very least he's a deviant pervert. Yeah, he he definitely had child pornography. And some sources have reported that he was sharing uh, his child pornography, though that seems to differ from source to source. Now, I don't know if this is any kind of proof that he was involved. I would definitely say that it's a strong possibility, but what makes it hard for me to believe is the time frame of when they're asking for the information. Yeah, I, th- I think I see where you're going with that because it seems like if they had this pedophile this early on and they could already tie him to uh, a connection with one of the two girls, that surely they'd already have all the information they needed by this point, right? I, I think so. Um, especially because it, it seems that he was being investigated because of the Delphi murders. So the fact that they don't have a strong enough connection doesn't make sense to me. Now I've been speculating or just kind of playing with the idea that maybe he was an accomplice or maybe even an unknowing accomplice. Right. Um, I guess it's possible that he was sharing his pornography collection with with someone who may actually be bridge guy, right? Or maybe he's not the only person that used that profile. And who just happens to share that much of a similarity with the sketch as the guy himself? Seems unlikely. No, I understand what you're saying. It it does seem unlikely. Though, let's say it's a family member of his, right, that he shares that profile with. They could definitely have similar features. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. Do we know and, if he has any, like like a brother or anyone around his same age? Well, he lived with his dad. Now, I I don't want to try to bring his dad in on any of this. I don't know. I can't find photos of his dad, so I don't know how much he looks like him. And I don't want to try to accuse someone who may be completely uninvolved, right? Right, but of course. I do know he was living with his dad. 
Now, another thing that I still I still wonder about, and I, I don't want to take the focus off of Klein, but the the man we discussed in the last episode, Chadwell. Yeah. I he seemed like such a strong suspect to me. The voice was startlingly similar as well. So Yeah. Yeah. He I, was the guy we listened to, right? He was. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't want to get too far off subject for anyone who doesn't know, but he was another person that was a strong, a strong suspect for this, at least in the public eye. But I don't know. Like they both seem like suspects to me now, and I would love for this. I would love for this to be the guy. You know, I would love to get justice here. Okay, so is it possible that they can tie Keegan Klein to the accounts and to some sort of inappropriate relationship with one of the two girls, but they can't actually tie him to the scene? And that's why they're looking for more information. I, I don't know what they possible. would hope to find, especially from other from other girls, but I don't know. It's just a thought. I suppose it's possible. But if you look at it this way, if they were looking at Klein specifically, they've got his cell phone records. They probably could have traced his cell phone pings to at least the same tower the girls were on that day. And that would be pretty good evidence. I yeah, think. probably so. Um, I feel like there has to be some kind of DNA evidence from the scene. Now, it's not 100%. We don't even know how the girls were killed, do we? Not from what, not from a source we could quote, no, but there are definitely, you know, reported leaks and stuff of how it was, of how they were killed. Um, I, that's not something I think we can get into because, you know, this, it, this is. So, so it's just mostly speculation. I would call it more than speculation because, well, there are alleged leaks, leaked text messages that describe the state of the bodies when they were found. I got, like I said, it's alleged. It's not something we can quote from a reliable source. So it's not something, you know, something okay. I want to get into, but um, there, there was speculation. I was going to say that the speculation is that they were stabbed. Okay. Um, and in, if that is the case, you would think there would be, you know, there's a good chance he would have left wounds. behind DNA, DNA of some sort. Yeah, some sort of DNA. Um, maybe that was not the case. Um, it has not been released if they were sexually assaulted or not. But you know, if they were, surely there would be some DNA from that as well. Um, but like I said, there there has I would think there would have to be some sort of DNA, at least some hair follicles, something on that scene. That they could match to this to this man, you know, if he's a suspect, they could match the DNA. That's that's basically a smoking gun, right? Yeah. Um, so, and if they had that, it just why would they need any more information? Exactly, exactly. You know, if they have his cell phones and all the information, you know, the 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 people he spoke to, you know, you can subpoena Snapchat and Instagram for that information. Um, yeah, of course. I, you know, if there's a connection there, then it, it's easy to prove. I, I, I don't know. The, the, the one thing that I'm wondering about, right, is the ISP are asking for information about, you know, if anyone has attempted to meet with this Anthony Schatz profile, right? Right. Well, I'm thinking, what if they went to meet this person and it wasn't Klein? What if they met someone else? What if he did have someone else? It was using that profile, right? Um, th that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe they, they're suspecting some other people to have been 
using this profile to contact underage girls. It seems inconceivable that one of these girls could have been in contact with a predator like this and then end up dead and that predator not be involved in some way. I mean, what are the odds? Now, I, I may have to disagree with you on the odds there just a little bit because there are a lot more of these sickos on the internet than, than you would think, right? I mean, there are tons of guys that are contacting underage girls trying to get nude pictures all the time. I mean, we've all seen To Catch a Predator. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's just the, the, the more time goes by, you know, the every year there are more and more people that do this, right? And, and some of them aren't even trying to meet them. They're just, you know, trying to talk sexy to them or get pictures. So they're just sickos on the internet, right? Right. So, I mean, it's very possible that, that they were contacted by someone who wasn't involved. But the fact that he lived 40 minutes away. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it seems to draw a lot the of The timing suspicion. is very suspicious. Right. Yeah, I don't. It really is. But, I mean, I, I cannot say I, I would like for this to be the guy. I, I hope it is, but I'm I'm not going to hold my breath on this one, you know? It just seems like if, if it were, or if he were, they'd have more information by now. Well, they may have a lot more information than we know about. I just don't know why they'd be requesting the information. Now, why wouldn't he be indicted if they had the kind of information we're talking about, though? That's a, that's a good point. Um, I mean, I assume he hasn't been indicted, right? Not on this, no. Just that for the, I say just for the child pornography charges or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For, I'm not sure what all the charges were, but he was in possession of child pornography. He had, you know, by some reports have been sharing it. Um, He, you know, was contacting underage girls, you know, for bad purposes. I'm not sure what the charges are exactly on that, but Uh, there are charges for all those things. Um, Cyber crimes and being a pedo douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Now, um, one other thing that I've considered with this, though, is that, you know how they have just sort of fed us information piecemeal all along the way for years now, right? On this case. I mean, yes. they, they could just be doing the same thing now. Like, they, maybe this is just uh, some way for them to say, hey, we're still working on the case. So, wait, you mean the police? You think maybe the police are just throwing the public a bone? Because maybe they're under pressure or something. Is that what you're suggesting? Maybe. Maybe so. But what would the motivation be there? I I don't know. Other than the fact that, you know, this is just, this is what they've done with this case, right? They give us a little more information every couple of years. <laughs> I mean, maybe they are under pressure. Maybe they're just trying to keep the web sleuths busy with something. I, I don't know. But another thing I would like to point out, though, is that the police did not say anything about Keegan Klein, you know, that they have not mentioned his name at all. This is all from the media digging up court documents that this is the man that created that Anthony shots profile. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, didn't know that. That's, that, that's, that's a, an important distinction to make here. The police have not mentioned this man at all. Like they're just asking for information about the Anthony shots profile, but they mentioned him indirectly, right? By, by mentioning the profile. They did, but they acted like in their statement they didn't know who it was behind the profile. I mean, obviously, they did. You know, but the implication is that they don't know who this is. They're trying to figure out who this person is. I mean, could it be then that they're convinced it is him and just didn't want to put his name out there if they could avoid it? 
No, I don't think so. I, I think they they knew that his name would get out. I mean, basically, I, it seems like, and you know, the, not by everyone, but a big portion of the public will probably convict this man in their minds because of this, right? Um, now, I'm not saying that he's not worthy of being convicted. This is a terrible fucking person. Yeah, I mean, pedophiles I get a get a real bad rap, but <laughs> terrible person. But um, I'm just saying, if he's not the murderer, we want to keep looking for the murderer, right? I guess you're right, though, Dan. We should, we should probably be careful about jumping to conclusions and judging poor pedophiles. Oh well, I mean, I'm all about judging them for the crimes they commit. I just want to find the person that really is guilty. Right? No, I, I follow you. It's not as much about wrongly accusing someone as it is about letting someone go. But, like I said, we don't know for sure. And um, maybe maybe they want everyone to think it's Keegan Klein so you know they won't be pressured as much to, to find the actual killer. And I, mean, I, I, I hate to bring it up, but there is so much internet speculation that they're covering for someone. Now, that's conspiracy theory territory right i mean i still think the best explanation is just that they're incompetent well asking and for like a lot of law enforcement agencies addicted to secrecy you know asking for information about this almost five years later that that screams incompetence yes um but it, it's hard for me to believe they're that incompetent right if they needed more information why wouldn't you ask at the time, I mean, how many teenage girls do you think were contacted by this Anthony Schott's profile and it's just some other guy that contacted them, right? That nowadays, they don't even remember the name of these profiles that tried to contact them when they were, you know, 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is a problem. I'm sure that most teenage girls are contacted by several creeps like this in their lifetimes, right? You know, in their in their teenage years. Yeah, right? and they're, spe- they're supposed to just pick out the the one pervert that one time. Right. But if, if you had asked, you know, in March or April of 2017, this may have been fresh on their minds. Well, I'm hoping they did at you least any of them, any of them that they could discover. Right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying by asking the public, right? Right. I mean, why ask the public so much later? I don't know. Yeah. It just, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It seems like if they, if they really thought that that was a viable option to get information, that they would have tried that. Almost immediately. But it's, I mean, it has to mean something, doesn't it? They're asking for this information. Yes. I mean, I, I would, I would say so. I just, I couldn't tell you what exactly. Um, okay. Maybe it means they are trying to get pressure off them. Maybe this is pretty terrible, but maybe they're just trying to get information. You know, we mentioned this earlier for their other case against him. But why attach it to the Abby and Libby tip line? If that's the case. I mean, I think a lot more people pay attention to it if you do. If they were asking for information about some guy that was getting child pornography, excuse me, if they were asking for information about some guy that was just trying to collect child pornography in Indiana, I'm sure some people would hear that and respond. If you put Abby and Libby's names on it, the entire country hears that. Yeah, I mean... I guess that makes sense. Just a part of me just hates that they would use their their death to get that information. But I, I completely agree. If they're catching a dangerous predator, I mean, you know, maybe it's worth it, right? Maybe, but you have to think this is, you know, this is 
bringing up new speculation. It's bringing this back up in the media. Uh, Libby and Abby's families are getting kind of dragged back into this and their emotions are, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of torture, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're dealing with it better now than you did four years ago. Right. To the extent you ever really deal with something like that. Yeah. But, but you still like, that's going to be terrible. It's going to be hard on you still now. And you're back in the media attention again. Yeah. It seems like if the police were going to open that wound, it would be for a really good reason. I'd like to think so. Um, but with the way this investigation has gone. Yeah. I, I can't say who knows with these cops. I mean, I mean I, when you look through our comments on this episode, easily the most common comment is something uh, talking about the incompetence of the police. I think the term Keystone Cops has been used a, a time or two. They are. They have been completely incompetent. And that's at best. At, at worst, right. they're, they're covering up for someone, right? Now, I, I don't know how easily they could cover up when the state police get involved and even you know the FBI at some levels are involved. Uh, so I, I hate to put that forward, but if it was someone, you know, powerful enough, maybe, maybe they could be covering up. I don't know. Uh, again, though, like that's, it's not the sort of thing I like to speculate on until we have something solid. No, no. Because it, I, like I, like I said before, I've always, I like to think that they know who this person is and they've just had trouble building a case. And that does, that theory seems to go with this here. But with the information we're getting about, you know, contacting young girls online, it seems like they'd have the information they need. So I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm really torn. Could it be just one one other possibility? Could it be that they're um, that they're planning on charging him with the murder of Abby and Libby and they're just trying to get this other information so that they can add it to the charges? I don't know. I, I mean, because these are similar crimes. This this is the kind of propensity evidence that would generally be allowed in court, right? Because of the similarity they would share to the murder, uh, assuming that they were at cat that one of them, the two, were catfished. If they found other examples of a predator catfishing young women, that would almost certainly be allowed at trial. So maybe they're just trying to get more evidence against the guy. I, I think that's that's possible. Right, like like I said, though you would think they'd have enough evidence already. Though, like I said, this guy, he he has not faced trial yet for his current charges. Um, I don't know if he is incarcerated right now, waiting on trial, or if he's you know out on bond. But if they, I mean, they have if they have him in a cell right now, I don't suppose there's a huge rush to indict him on these other charges. I mean, as right. long as he's not a danger to other children right now. Right. And if he's, if he's, if he is incarcerated somewhere, if they know he's going to go to jail for, for his child pornography, I suppose, you know, it's possible they could just take their time and build the charges on this. Yeah, and definitely. that's, that would be great. I would, I would love to see this, you know, if this man is guilty, I would love to see him be convicted of this crime. I mean, I'd like to see this guy go away forever anyway. But if he's not guilty of this, I want them to catch who it was. But, you know, right. I'm not worried about this guy getting extra time that he doesn't, quote unquote, deserve. Right. 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 But um, we still like to have the answers. I mean, the who killed Abby and Libby. I really would. I really would. Hopefully in the upcoming days, there'll be some more information on this. Um, That'd be nice. You know, like I said, it was. 
it was yesterday that uh, the ISP made that announcement. And then today is when the information came out that we already know who the person is. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that, that will come out soon, but I hope so. I would like for this to be bridge guy, yeah, but same. I, I don't know that it is. I guess I can say, I hope it is. I, I hope we've caught the guy. So basically we're, we're right back to just hoping they catch the guy again. Hoping that's, I mean, that's, that's where we've been for almost five years now. I wish this update did more for us, but at least we're getting something. At least we have a new suspect. I mean, this, this, it's not nothing, right? Knowing that there was a child, a known child predator in communication with one of the two girls. It's not. I mean, th- that's it's, something. Yeah, I, I know, really hope there's... that the next time we do an episode about this case, the next update, there won't be nearly as many maybes or possiblies. No, I, I really hope the next update we can say we have found the killer. Thank you for listening to this special update episode of Fact and Suspicion. We do have another episode coming up soon about everything we know on the Gabby Petito case. We hope that'll be very interesting for everyone, and that should be out in a couple of days.